Welcome to Song and Plants. My name is Carmen Porter. There are conflicting opinions about harvesting, curing, and storing squash. I've tried a few different methods and settled on what has worked best for my situation. I encourage you to do the same as different climates often require adjusting curing practices and storage locations. The difference between summer and winter squash is that summer squash is often harvested immature and consumed immediately, while winter squash is left on the plant until maturity, and they can be kept through the winter. Summer squash are cultivars of cucurbita pepo, and include zucchinis or courgettes, patty pans, straight necks, and crooked necks. They are usually harvested small, when the skin is thin and soft before the seeds have fully developed. There are a few cultivars, however, that I'll leave on to grow to maturity to keep and enjoy until Christmas. When harvesting winter squash, there are a few factors to consider. Chilly nighttime temperatures increase sweetness, but frost reduces storage life. Cucurbit plants suffer considerably when temperatures drop below 5 degrees Celsius or 41 degrees Fahrenheit. Covering plants overnight can help to keep them alive and able to ripen fruit into the autumn. Indications of ripeness among winter squash are species-specific. Cucurbita pepo, acorn or delicata types, have an orange spot that develops where the fruit touches the ground. This spot darkens and the skin hardens as the fruit ripens. The skin color also becomes dull as the seeds mature inside. These types do not require curing and can be consumed immediately after harvest. Their flavor and texture are best before three months in storage. Cucurbita maxima is ready to be harvested when the peduncle or stem turns from green to corky brown. The skin also becomes hardened. Cucurbita muschata is ready for harvest when the skin is firm and the stem is drying out. Fruit color turns from white with green streaking to a uniform dull tan. Both maxima and muschata are often cured before storage. Their flavor improves after harvest, so it is best to wait one to two months before roasting. Under the right conditions, they can be stored five to nine months. Flower and fruit set start as the vine grows, so the squash closest to the central stem will ripen first, progressing outward along the vines. Harvesting of all squash should be done with a sharp blade or clippers. Be sure to sterilize your cutters between plants to decrease the chances of pathogen spread. 
leave more than an inch of peduncle and do not carry the fruit by the stem. Any blemish, bruise, or cut into the fruit is an opportunity for rot to enter during storage. Damaged fruit should be eaten first. Do not wash your fruit until you are preparing it for consumption. Some farmers will state that curing is essential for optimal fruit flavor and hardening of the skin for storage, while others will claim it is unnecessary. Curing can be done in the field as long as there's no frost or rain in the forecast. The squash can also be brought into a greenhouse or a sunroom or a sunny window. Recommended curing temperature is around 27 to 29 degrees Celsius or 80 to 85 degrees Fahrenheit for 7 to 14 days. Some people suggest longer curing and turning the squash so that the sun cures all surfaces. I personally have not gone to that extreme and just roasted my last butternut on July 3rd and it was delicious. I've tried a few locations and methods of squash storage. The least amount of spoilage has occurred when they are arranged in a cool, dry, well-ventilated room that is around 10 degrees Celsius or 50 degrees Fahrenheit. High humidity promotes rot. Temperatures higher than 15 increase respiration too rapidly, which will cause them to dry out. Below 5 degrees Celsius or 41 degrees Fahrenheit, it's too cold and it'll shorten the keeping time. I place them in a single layer on shelves or racks lined with newspaper, not touching. This increases air movement around each fruit and decreases the spread of rot. The other key is to check them often. I put plants in the room that need to be watered once a week to ensure that I get in there for inspection. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to hear from me monthly, I send out an email with garden musings, fun facts about pollinators, or other botanically inspired anecdotes. To sign up, head over to CarmenPorter.com.